Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Morale Booster with John Ugulu. And today, I have a very interesting guest, a very intelligent woman. You know, I promised you guys I would always bring people who would be of value. And this is one of them again. She is an articulate coach. She is a mentor. She is, um, she is very good when it comes to telling people about limiting beliefs. Her name is Andrea Bowens Jones. Andrea, thank you for joining us on the program. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. All right, no problem. So uh, my listeners are actually waiting to hear from you. They want to, they want to listen to that fire that you have brought into this program today. They want to know how you can tell them how your journey started. They want to know how you can motivate them to get started in their lives. Okay, so can you please, you know, you will be in a better position to introduce yourself. Please tell us who you are and what you do. Okay. Uh, once again, thank you for having me, John. Uh, my name is Dr. Andrea Bowens-Jones, and actually my background um, is in chemistry. I had always loved science as long as I can remember. So where other kids were kind of playing dress up, I was playing school and I was the teacher. Oh, really? and, yes, and I'm from the South, uh, so I'm from Alabama. And so growing up, making, playing out in the yard and playing in dirt and climbing trees, like all that kind of stuff, um, I remember from my childhood. But I believe that was my first chemistry set, just kind of right. working outside and, and then playing around in my mom's blender and putting anything I could mix in there. <laughs> so uh, I guess that was my first taste of being a formulation chemist. But uh, so my background and love for science goes back to uh, a childhood, and um, I went and have a bachelor's, master's, and PhD in chemistry, and spent um, 15 and a half years at Procter and Gamble. Wow! So in the roles that I had there, I had the um, uh, really the the pleasure of not only working at the bench and then seeing how my science could kind of make everyday products. So I, I always joke whenever I go out, and especially if I speak to young people, I say, you can't say you met many chemists that look like me that worked on lips and pits. Right. The opposite way, <laughs> pits and lips. Yeah. So I was able to apply my science background to um, antiperspirants and deodorant. I actually hold a patent um, in, in, uh, for antiperspirant formulation and worked on, uh, had a stint working on in color cosmetics. But um, even though I love science and have done quite a bit of work in the area and still do in promoting more minorities to go into it, what I really found is that I loved was people development. Right. Um, and that goes back to when, I, uh, when the person that worked with me, uh, a tech that worked with me, got her first promotion. And I was listening to them read off um, all her contributions and knowing that those contributions were directed under me. I was probably just as excited turning flips like she was and getting promoted. And I think that was the spark to say that not only did I love science, but I love developing the people who did the science. Um, and so most of my career at Procter & Gamble, uh, even though I started off at the bench making products and doing formulation, was then managing people to do it. Uh, so when I left in 2015 uh, as a section head and in, in the personal care business, I then um, decided that it was time for me. I had reached that kind of crossroad in my my career where I could could have stayed and probably still would be doing well going up the corporate ladder, or I could take my gifts, uh, which I knew I had gifts and talents that were much more than what I could contribute in that space. 
and leave the company and do something different. And that's the decision that I made and where I am today. Um, so now I'm a certified coach, um, speaker and trainer. So I love to talk about um, everything from leadership to communication to teamwork, all the things that I think are important in terms of someone being successful, but also just truly inspiring people to kind of chase after their dreams, which is if I had taken the advice I give now earlier, perhaps I would have left corporate earlier. So the name of my company is Inspire, Develop, Grow. So it's IDG Vision, consulting and training. And um, I do uh, speaking, like I said, coaching and training, but I also do host a, a, um, a, a virtual coaching club. So much like what you're doing with your listeners and being able to equip them and encourage them wherever they are, I do that as well. Awesome. That's a, a great little bit about my background. Oh, that's that's a wonderful one. I really that's a lot of listeners right now would definitely resonate with your background, you know, how far you've come and the level at which right now you have decided to start coaching people, which is your own way of giving back. Well, I really do uh, envy that courage. Uh, you are a strong woman, I must say. <laughs> uh, so you said something about your interest for science starting from when you were you know really really young yeah and a lot of people are out there who actually have a passion for something but they really don't know how to get started in life like you follow through when you have people who do not know how to get started probably they're tied down to you know the everyday lives of you know how do I I need to pay the bills you know and at the end of the day they settle for less mm-hmm. what's your encouragement towards people like that because limiting beliefs are a key factor from yeah. you know they prevent people from achieving their goals so what, what's your advice for people like that with such limiting beliefs well the first thing I'd say is I've been there um, so even though I had accomplished Uh, a lot academically. Um, Limiting beliefs has no, it doesn't have a hierarchy to go to just with people who haven't chased a dream versus people who are sitting in boardrooms and have aspirations of so much more, but they find that they can't or they have uh, have crossed paths with someone at one time and they told them something that they're not. And they take that not and it becomes part of their truth. Right. which is false truth, but it becomes yeah. part of their truth and they start believing it. Yeah, so, which, means uh, they, which means they allow other people's opinions become their yeah. reality. Yes. And when I say that this one really rings home to me, I, I just remember being in corporate and remember sitting at tables and having feeling like I had so much to say, but I couldn't get the r- words out because right. the thing that was blocking me, I kept thinking about is, oh, will I sound stupid? Or is that question? Or maybe somebody else would say it. Or um, maybe they won't believe it because it's coming from me and they remember all the past. So those kind of things that kind of keep popping up actually at some point perform uh, form barriers and prevent people from walking into it. Um, when I left corporate and I started thinking about my journey and thinking about like, I got out. And that's how I was feeling like I got out of it is um, I actually wrote a uh, an ebook uh, called breathe again and it was about living a life of limitless possibilities it's now on Amazon and it, it actually covers just this topic okay do you, do you have a copy of that book with you there 
No, it's an electronic oh, okay. book. Ele electronic book. Okay, so what's the name? Let's so so my listeners can actually okay. um, go Breathe check it out. It's called Breathe Again. Breathe Again. A guide to living a life of limitless possibilities. Awesome. And at the end of the um, show, if there's time, I'll at least get the cover out because I have a cover and then I'll show it. Awesome. To you. All right. I would really appreciate if you could do that. Okay. But in it, I outlined four steps that I think if any of your listeners are struggling with trying to figure out um, how do I get out or even what is the next step? Because I think part of the problem starts when people know that there's something else. They have that kind of itch inside, but they don't can't see it clear enough. And a lot of times, if you look at how things are on TV, you think you need to see the entire journey. When I left Procter & Gamble, I did not know that this is what I was going to be doing. I just knew, I knew without any doubt that I had to leave. Right. And then once I made that decision, then the other step came clear. So right. in, the, um, in, in Breathe Again, what I outlined are four steps. And the first one is, first, you have to recognize that you're stuck. And it's exactly what we were talking about before is that when people get to the point and they start accepting what others think of them or even their own limiting beliefs, and that becomes a reality, that becomes um, them, how do I explain? They become confined in a box. And that's where I was when I was in corporate. I could see how in some parts of my life, I was so, and I was making such an impact. And in particular, when I was working with empowering young people and starting a program and even coaching that I, you know, we call mentoring now, but I was still coaching and not getting paid for it. But then inside of the company, I felt so small and, and so insignificant. And what was revealed to me is that I had done exactly that. I had accepted others' views of me as my reality, and that had formed a box. In actuality, we are all created with so many talents and so many gifts that our, the combination in which those gifts can be used is limitless. And I outline that in the book where it's the first about identifying uh, that you're kind of stuck. The second one is then about understanding those gifts inside of you. So yeah. sometimes that's as easy as writing it down, asking right. someone who knows you really well. And then the third one is about then recognize your individual greatness, really getting clear on what do you want to do? I mean, what are the things that bring you joy? And sometimes it is just as frightening to take the first step as it is to admit that you enjoy doing something that right. seems so remote. People thought I was right. crazy. I got PhD <laughs> in chemistry, and look what I do now. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I would encourage them to the long, the short answer to your question is encourage them to get go and get the ebook and work through it because it's full of exercises, my own personal story and journey, a little bit about my faith in there as well. Uh, but I believe that many times people live their entire lives and never tap into the greatness that they have inside. Right, that's a great one. You know, what you just said is similar to what Dr. Martin Luther King said. He said, faith is when you take the first step without even seeing the whole staircase. Yes. Yeah, that's, 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 a, that's a good point. Yes, you know, but, yes. Yeah, now, there's so many people who have the faith. But what do you think stops them? What, what, what are the things you feel? Exactly. <laughs> fear. It, fear is stifling. It is real. person sitting next to you. Um, fear of failure, fear of just ridicule, what people will say, yeah. it can be crippling. 
uh, it, it was to a point when I when I started telling people I was leaving corporate, and first they, are, are you okay? Let me take your temperature. Make sure you're not sick or something like that. Um, but when I had to say out loud that I was leaving to go basically become who I was created to be, I had to literally close my ears because everyone had an opinion. And um, with that one, that faith thing is hard. If people under, I think I even underestimated what it would look like because it is so easy uh, for doubt to slip in. And, and that's exactly what I talk about in the ebook. I, I spend quite a bit of time about doubt because doubt is so tiny and if you get just a sliver of doubt to come in and um, it is to me a disruptor of faith uh, it doesn't even have to get to the point that a fear even setting in doubt is the door that opens it up to it all right that's true that's a good one that's a very solid point you've made there now um, another reality that people seem to go through is that of criticism People don't want to get criticized. Yeah. You know, like for, I have a story now, like before I started this program, um, I told, you know, a few people and they had just one question. How are you going to get quality people on a program that has just started? <laughs> How are you going to monetize this platform? Mm -hmm. My response, because I already knew what I wanted. My, my response was monetizing it's not even part of what I'm thinking right now. My goal is to wake up every morning and inspire somebody. Mm. My goal is to become an inspiration to the world. So, yeah, yeah that's my main goal. So I don't need to see the, the whole staircase before jumping. Yes. And they also asked about getting quality people. I said, don't worry. Let me get started. And really and truly, when I got started, it just took one person and I started getting referrals from one referral to the other. And trust me, I've got a whole lot of recordings right now. That's How, awesome. Yes. So I'm, I'm so glad. I just want to share this with my listeners so that you, they, they should remember one thing that you don't have to see the whole staircase. Just like Dr. Pink said, if you have a passion for entrepreneurship, go for it. But nobody's saying you should quit your day job. Nobody's saying you should quit that job. Don't that do it like I did it. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, you quit your job immediately. Huh? Did you quit your job without mm -hmm. having any security or you had some security? Oh, least? I had a I had a service package. I, I, I took a voluntary uh, um, voluntary retirement uh, out oh, of it. Okay, yeah. So you had security. You yeah, some but form of, um, security. I did and used it to invest in the business, but right. could I have done it differently? Yeah, because I underestimated how long it would take uh, for the growth to happen. Right. I gave myself two years. Oh. I am now in my fifth year and, I'm, and I planted so many seeds those first couple of years. Right. Um, and I'm just not starting to see them um, uh, uh, grow. So yeah, yes, I underestimated the process. That yeah. Yeah. So every accomplishment starts with the decision to try. That's by John F. Kennedy. Yeah. You know, so the main thing is for you to make that decision to try. Mm -hmm. That's the first thing. So um, have you mentored people during the course of your career? Oh, yes. 
Um, one, I absolutely love it. I mean, that's how I started my youth program when I was still at Procter & Gamble. It started off with me just going into the community. Actually, it goes back further than that, now that I think about it. Um, um, graduate school, uh, I was already mentoring young people because I remember uh, coming to a stop sign and seeing these little brown girls all at the stop sign and was thinking, they have this amazing university in their town. I wonder if they aspire to go here. And that started off, uh, I started a mentorship program as a graduate student um, that was simply about helping the girls with their homework and bringing them onto college campuses so they can meet other girls and one, they can see people that look like them so they could aspire to be there. Um, and then my time in, at Procter & Gamble from youth all the way to others that um, worked with me. Um, so I used to say that my cube was a safe place and the huddle room that was near my cube was a safe place for people to come. And if you need to cry or you need to just get some things off your chest, you can do that. So yes. So many of the people that I mentored, even through my program that are now, they were students then, they are now professionals. I still keep in contact with them. Right, right. Okay. That's a good one. So do you want to share any challenges you went through from, you know, in transitioning from corporate America to entrepreneurship? Uh, can I make a face? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, challenges. Um, let's see. I say the, the, one of the biggest ones um, that I really underestimated was um, uh, time management. Right. I think I was pretty good at managing my time. I, I'm, I'm a pretty self-disciplined person when it comes to, oh, let me carve out time for it. But when you don't have to go into work every day and right. you don't have, and at that point, especially in the beginning, you're not, you don't have the obligations of meeting, meeting people all the time, man, I would waste time. It's like I would put the kids on a bus and I look back on what have I accomplished and they're getting off the bus at the end of the day. So I think one of the first challenges I had was how I managed my time and even down to blocking a calendar. And, and I had someone that managed my calendar when I was in corporate. So I had gotten right. used to uh, someone else doing it. It was like, what? I got to go in and manage my own calendar now. And I got to block out time so that I stay focused. Right. So that one, especially if you're, you're the CEO, the CFO, you're marketing and advertising. You wear multiple hats. <laughs> I, you got to make time for all those jobs. And right. on top of that, for me, um, developing content was one of them. Yeah. So whether it was writing a blog or I'm developing a training or even time for me to be nourished. So yes. I, I need to read or I need to go attend a seminar so I can be fed so that I can give out to other people. So I think that was the biggest part. I underestimated that, that piece of it and the process in general. Uh, so if you have worked for someone your entire life, and for me, uh, I had always had never had an aspiration of owning my own company, but life called me to do that. Right. And, and that's what God had for me. I was like, okay, I must have the tools to be able to do it. So I, I think the other part is um, the challenge of understanding that it is a process. Um, while you're building a company, you're also being built for it. That's um, right. So I had to be rebuilt because I was so corporate. And, and how my expectations of people, how fast I expected things to turn around because you were used to working with a team of folks uh, in corporate that were all experts at what they did. And now it's you and you're trying to match your dollars, your little dollars to get things done at a level of excellence that's up here. Right. Uh, 
So uh, the process and managing my time uh, and just being rebuilt uh, because I think I had gotten used to, I worked for one of the largest consumer companies in the world. And I could go into, especially in Cincinnati where, where Procter & Gamble's headquartered and say that I worked for P&G and people would listen. Now, when you are your own brand, they can't remember the company's name, <laughs> they don't remember what you do. Yeah, so true. I had to learn how to be my own brand. So now add CFO, CEO, all that, and then, Learning how to keep your own brand. Right. I, I underestimated all those things. But uh, in the end, is it worth it? Absolutely. 100%. Awesome. Awesome. That's, that's the main thing. That's what matters at the end of the day. The ability for you to rise above any challenge. The ability for you to rise above. Because in life, what I've come to realize is that things do not always go the way you plan them to go, mm -hmm. you know, but still it takes the same energy to have big plans and the same energy to have small plans. Yes. So the choice is absolutely yours. Oh yeah. And, and you took that leap of faith, which a lot of people lack right now. Oh yeah. And it's scary. Yeah. I didn't say that part. It, it has been a scary roller coaster of a ride, but Right. Um, I learned a lot. <laughs> yes. A lot. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So um you are a coach. So mm -hmm. what what area of coaching do you concentrate yeah. on? Yeah. So um I really focus on the professional development end. So people going after people that are in transition, career transition, or they're looking to grow where they are, but um maybe they have aspirations of, of advancement up the ladder. Maybe they're a small business owner and they're looking to, to pivot from where they are to get to the next one. So I helped remove like where we started today's discussion, limiting beliefs out of the way, remove those barriers. Right. And sometimes those are internal barriers out of the way so that they can walk into it. Right. And sometimes I am simply an accountability coach. So people, I have some clients that are absolutely know what they want, but because they have so many things, there's so many weeds in a way. My job is just to cut the hedges down just a little bit so they can see right. Right. and hold them accountable to walk, walk it out. Um, oh, okay. So I, I put mine in professional development. There are some coaches that, that focus a lot on um, life coaching, kind of unwinding people from, from their past pains and hurts. I'm, I'm not that kind of coach. Okay. I help people move forward from where you are to where you want to be. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And um, a lot of people feel they don't know what they want for themselves right yeah so you, you help them discover who they truly are you help them identify and their why exactly yeah. that's a good one yeah. so uh talking about speaking you you, you speak at events too mm -hmm. right yes um i i speak uh along the, the lines of personal awareness so okay. motivation uh, so some of the things I love to talk about are things like helping people understand their value, um, helping people to, and I speak, speak on my uh, ebook as well, which is about getting, finding, finding that breath in life where you can get from where you are stuck uh, to being unstuck. Um, so I speak on that as well. In addition to uh, STEM, because I, I'm still a scientist, even though I don't practice science anymore. So I do uh, speak to, in particular, women in um, technology fields. Right. So I've had an opportunity to be keynotes as well as workshop facilitators 
around diversity inclusion um, to number of uh, diverse people that are going into the, the STEM fields. And that's oh. science, technology, engineering, and math. Oh, okay. That's a good one. So for my listeners who are actually in the STEM, you know, mm -hmm. who are interested in STEM, uh, well, she is somebody you can actually reach out to. Yes. She does coaching. She can always help you when it has to do with career transitioning or um, transitioning from corporate into owning your own business. Yeah. So do you uh, work with startup companies, you know, people who are just starting in the mm -hmm. area of entrepreneurship? Yeah, uh, well, only in the capacity of uh, the the uh, CEO or the starter, like helping them as an individual. Um, so I work with organizations, teams, uh, leaders that have teams as well as uh, uh, leaders who are just small business owners. So this entire month, I, I'm, I, I'm not sure when this particular podcast will go live to your listeners, but the entire month of March on my social media, I'm actually featuring some of the women leaders that I've had the honor of working with okay. uh, for them to talk about the impact services uh, of working with me. So whether it's been um, having me as their coach or bringing me in to, for those that have a team, um, bringing me in to do team development. Um, so helping them accomplish their, not only their personal goals to grow them as leaders, but also the, the goals that they have with developing their staff. Um, they're sharing that one. And mastermind groups is another one that I run. And mastermind is simply pulling together a group of other leaders so not only me facilitating that one, but them learning from each other. And so um, it, it is a, a beautiful process to see happen and the individual growth that comes from all of the uh, participants in the mastermind. So if your listeners go on to any of my social media, whether it be LinkedIn, Facebook, or um, Instagram, they'll see these clips. Oh, okay. That's a good one. So um, to my listeners out there, Dr. Bowens Jones' information is currently being displayed on the screen. So you can always follow her on uh, LinkedIn. Are you on Instagram? Yes. yes. Facebook? Yes. So feel free to look out for her and reach out to her if you've got any questions. Absolutely. I know there's so many people out there who your story resonates with. For example, I know so many people who, you know, I went to school with. You know, right now they have their uh, PhD, some of them have them, you know, majority of them have their master's degrees. And I realized that when I moved into, when I, moved, uh, you know, relocated to the United States, I saw so many of them doing jobs that were not commensurate with that level of education. Mm -hmm. Because right now they are stuck with that mindset of, I have to pay the bills. Yeah. And for me to pay the bills, I have to work extra hours and when they, they work so hard that they don't even have time to develop themselves anymore i realized that in this country experience is paramount mm. you know experience is valued over degrees at times but yeah. they don't even have that time to develop themselves so what would you say to people like that who know that what they're doing right now is not commensurate with that level of education? Oh, well, first of all, I tell them, um, don't lose sight of your dream. 
because it's easy. I understand you have to pay the bills and you got to do what you have to to eat and take, especially if they have families. Uh, yes. You can't take some of the risk um, if they have families that you would take if you're a single person. And you can just hustle yourself. But um, if they could spend the time to really get to the point, and, and, and it's one of the things I tell my um, the people I coach, is you got to get to the point of your truth. What is your truth? The thing that is true about you, the thing is that is true about what you aspire to be, and then put some kind of um, meat on the bones with it. So you're in it here and you're working and this has been, you've been there for a year. Where do you want to be one year from now? And then backtrack, what do you have to do every month? And sometimes for, for whatever reason, it has to be a baby step. We, have, we can't always take leap. Right. I think one of the mistakes I made is because I knew where I wanted to be and I thought it was going to be faster. So I got so frustrated when I didn't hit those goals because I had to work. I had to be able to do when the money ran out and I was still trying to build the business. I still had to do what I needed to do, but I would do give up a Saturday or I would give a free seminar for me uh, um, in order for me to continue to stay relevant or I would continue to write. So whatever their thing is, to make sure they create just enough space to do that. So even if it doesn't create revenue right now, one, they are sharpening the tools. Right. When that window comes, that opportunity comes, they're ready. Because the problem is that sometimes when in being stuck, people become complacent and they're not still finding just a little bit of time to work on themselves. So when the opportunities do come, they're not ready for them. Right. That's my advice. Yeah. That's true, because I say luck is when opportunity meets preparation. Yep. So you have to be prepared. If you're not prepared when that opportunity comes, then you're just still going to remain on the same level. So to my listeners, if you've heard what she said, there's no two ways about it. You just have to create time. Mm -hmm. You just have to create time. It might be stressful. Probably you sleep now for let's say eight hours, nine hours, mm -hmm. all you just need is a little sacrifice. Yep. You know, sleep less and dedicate one hour, two hours towards studying because self-development is key. It is paramount. Yes. Without self-development, you there won't be any growth. And in life, the only constant thing is change. And it's up to you to do that. I really do appreciate you for, um, bringing up those key points. So I've got another question for you. What are your projections? What, what are your you know, projections for, um, okay, you say you work mainly with minority people, people of color? No, when it comes to the, uh, the focus in diversity, inclusion, and STEM, I do, but no, my clients have all oh. backgrounds. Okay, okay, no problem. So what are your business projections in the next five years? Yeah. So next five years, uh, then my company will be 10 years old by the time that. Oh, okay. Congratulations in advance. I'm excited. <laughs> um, I didn't, for a while, I didn't know if I was going to make it past two. <laughs> right. So to be at five and to still be alive and still be impacting people. So five years from now, I hope that impact is much bigger. Uh, I hope the stages are much bigger, not for uh, personal gain, but that means that my impact has gotten bigger uh, because one of the things that I believe that I, what I do now is my, my first uh, career. 
being incorporated, um, operating as a PhD polymer chemist, um, I did because that was what I aspired to do. This second career that I have is what I have been created to do. Right. Um, and so I know that all my gifts and all my talents are kind of um, have a have a playground, have a, a field to play in through IDG Vision. So in the next five years, I uh, I hope to see that that impact is much greater. I hope to see the people that I work with. Um, um, I hope to see their lives transformed as a result of crossing paths with me. Um, and I hope to see the impact of the work that I do around increasing the number of minorities going into STEM. I'd love to see that gap just get a little bit closer um, so that girls can aspire and see themselves as being uh, professionals in that field. All right. Thank you for the question. Okay, thank you for the answer. Okay, so um, for those people who also have a background in chemistry, when they reach out to you, are there any possibilities of you guiding them on how to, you know, get into the industry, how to prepare themselves for uh, yeah. that career ahead? Yeah, um, one of the things, because I did do a fair amount of recruiting when I was still um, in corporate, is helping especially people of color show up well um, in interviews. Okay. So some of the advice that I would give them is oftentimes it is not easy, as I think, in our culture to, to really brag on yourself um, right. in a way that feels good. Um, right. And so I would see a lot of students to say, yeah, I was in that club and we did that. Uh, so be unapologetic for the greatness that you have. So being able to confidently be able to talk about the impact of your your work and your leadership in a way that helps the employer understand uh, the value that you're going to bring. And I think it goes back to one of the topics that I love to speak on is about knowing your value. If you understand your value and what you bring to a space, it is easy for you to show up in, in an interview and be able to talk about the value that you could bring to a company. But if you don't know your value, you're not going to be able to have that discussion. So um, that's one in terms of landing the job. In terms of navigating themselves through the, uh, through the rigor of the programs, um, I would encourage uh, your listeners that are still in it and wondering if they can make it through. Um, absolutely they can. And make sure you build really strong um, um, uh, friendships and relationships that you have, can study with, and people that challenge you and surround yourself with it, understand your professors and talk to them and those kind of things. Because I think if it weren't for some of the relationships that I built in when I was an undergrad or when I was pursuing my doctorate, I don't think I would have made it out of the programs because sometimes right. it's really, really tough. And you need a safe place to kind of go and excel and be able to get your frustrations out, but then get in there and they're encouraging you to continue to push forward. Wow, that's, that's a powerful one. Yeah, that's a great one. Thanks. I, I really do appreciate you for saying all that. You know, I know there's so many people who would definitely resonate with all what, you know, all the topics you've been uh, discussing about. Okay, so what's your opinion about um, what we're doing with this platform? I think it's awesome. <laughs> no, so uh, hats off to you and your team that you work with that are helping you put it together because I think Giving, um, giving a platform to put positivity out there to me is huge. Right. Um, um, one is 
to provide a place where people can get encouragement. Right. Because I think one of the biggest things is when you're going through and it's really tough, you feel isolated. You feel yes. like you're the only one experiencing things. And if you can have a place where you can tune in and listen to someone who's like, oh my gosh, he or she has been where I, I am right now. And if they yes. made it over it, then I can make it over it. So I think what you're doing is great. Oh, thank you very much. I really do appreciate it. And that. you had me on your show today. So Yes, you, know. <laughs> you, are, you, 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 you are also very, very great. Very <laughs> awesome. I love the fact that you could make it. You know, I tried several times to get you on the program. I was I, I wasn't really happy that you couldn't make it the other time, know, but right so now, sorry. yeah, it, it is what it is. But right now, I'm so happy you made time out of your busy schedule to join us on the yeah, program. My pleasure. Thank you very much. Like I said, I we'll hope see. it's tremendously successful for you. Thank you very much. Thank you. It's going to be a joint effort, you know, with you guys coming on board. Definitely, the sky would be the starting point for everybody. Mm -hmm. And keep doing what you're doing. Remember, we rise by lifting others. Yes. So keep doing what you're doing. More power to your elbow. We will do everything possible to make sure your message goes out. Because that's the dream, to inspire change in the world. Yes. So let the listeners know that they can do whatever they want to do, provided they put their mind towards it. You can never come up with an excuse Mm -hmm. without you being in support of that excuse. So if That's you want right. to do anything, it's up to you. Whether you can or whether you think you can't, you're right. The choice yeah. is yours. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. All Thank in the mindset. Yes, mindset. Yeah. Thank you very much. So I hope when next I call you on the program, you would honor our invitation. <laughs> yes, I will. I will. I will. Awesome. And I'll be ready. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, quick one. So do you do, do, you do virtual coaching? Yes. Or does it have to be physical? Um, virtual. virtual. I do. I do both. Um, virtual over the phone, um, Zoom calls, um, as well as in person. It depends on where the person is located. I had one client. We never. We never uh, met face to face, but we right. would join uh, via Zoom for our uh, interactions. Okay, not a problem. Could you please say the name of your ebook one more time for those people who are just joining? Yes. Breathe again. A Guide to Living a Life of Limitless Possibilities. So if they go on to Amazon and you just search in Dr. Andrea Bowens-Jones, actually, it'll come up. Awesome. That's great. So uh, Dr. Bowens-Jones' information is currently being displayed at the bottom of the screen. You can look her up on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, and yes. feel free to always reach out to her. Yes, and follow me. Will... I need more followers. Right, right. So please follow her. And uh, she will be able to provide you with the tools required for you to succeed. All right. So thank you once again for joining me on the program. And I look forward to having you on so many other episodes. All right. Thank you. All right. Have a wonderful rest of the day. You too. Bye-bye.